rise and shine, Upper East Siders. It's officially fall. And when the leaves start to turn, we know it's time for Bee's birthday. We hope Serena will be there to celebrate, but we hear she's having her own private party with a professor. Welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. You know the spiel. I'm Liz. I'm Michelle. Tonight we watched season four, episode seven, War at the Roses. Original air date, November 1st, 2010, written by Jessica Queller and directed by Joe Lazarov. The summary is very short and it's not even half of what happened in this episode. This is just what we get off from IMDb. Blair is caught off guard and not in a good way by a surprise guest at her birthday party. Having had enough of Chuck and Blair's games, Serena and Nate decide to plan an intervention. That is it. Guys, not a good summary. So much more to come in this episode. So many things to talk about. Was the surprise guest herself? having fun oh but it was robin well yeah but really it was (laughs) and why was taylor's name in the credits yeah i guess because they referenced jenny you know i was really disappointed oh i'm sorry it's okay yeah michelle's like oh my god taylor momson's in this episode i was like "Mm." i know you were like you gave the face of like probably (laughs) it's okay yeah i feel like they i feel like they have been crediting her since the beginning of the season oh i actually haven't and we haven't noticed it Got or it. maybe they haven't and i'm just yeah making that up but uh you know when they guess when they reference jenny they have to kind of give her yeah i mean she's in the series credit. right yeah. yeah all right so my glass full of gossip tonight michelle end quote said this is my favorite glass full of gossip what? What's my favorite mocktail 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 but version this is so good yay i love 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 tart Oh, me too. We love tart. We love a good sour moment. Yeah. So yeah. good. Uh, I titled it 20 tiaras as Dorota said in her speech because that's what she thinks Blair deserves, which is, uh, I love it. Yeah, so me too. sweet like sugar. Um, but it's a spin on an alcoholic drink called a white tie and tiara. In that is a very complicated array of ingredients, rose water, citrus vodka, lychee, lime, and grapefruit juice. <gasps> So I did decide to do a mocktail. I did use grapefruit soda. I used rose flavored lemonade. Uh, the one that I previously had mentioned in the uh, Fleur episode, the Touch of Eva. Yeah. Right. Um, and a Pellegrino lime and mint flavor. And then I think that was it, right? And you had and a lemon, lemon juice. And lemon juice. So it's super tart and very delicious. Just like pucker up, baby. I'm Ooh, here. I love it. Yeah. Mm. Um, which I, I really wanted to like have that rose quality in there because the title is War of the Roses and also in a white tea and tiara, rose water is one of the biggest ingredients. So I was like running around Uncle Giuseppe's like, where's this rose? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going down every aisle. The, the people on the cameras probably are like, who the hell is wrong What's with this? What's happening here at Uncle Juice? I have like all these like random drinks like under my arm and I'm like running around Uncle Giuseppe's trying to find rose water or rose something and i was gonna make i was like ah rose tea it's too complicated we want something cold refreshing so that's when i came up with so good Liz. thank you and not to cyrus rose because he was mentioned but we did not see him in this episode and not aaron rose and not aaron rose because he's never mentioned never (laughs) all right let's refresh the memory on my three gossip words for last week 20 for b's birthday 
treaty for Chuck and Blair, an anniversary for Lily and Rufus, their one-year wedding anniversary. Yeah, which I feel like I said, and you... I think you... I said wedding anniversary, and then I quickly took that back, and you made this face of, like, she's so off. <laughs> well, I can't give it all away. No, 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 you can't. But you got Blair's birthday. I did confirm that last week. And the treaty. And treaty, I mean... Yeah. You know, makes sense for the Chuck and Blair situation, which I, I mean... Yeah. This is ridiculous. I mean, is there any <laughs> other word to describe chair? No, there isn't. It they're just over the top. Over the top is chair. Mm-hmm. The episode begins as we said it's Blair's birthday. She's finishing up invitations to her birthday party cuz she's turning 20. And Eleanor has come home for B's birthday and they're going to celebrate with a party a bit early because she and Cyrus have plans on her actual birthday. I feel like we've done this before. We have. She's definitely done this every time it's Blair's birthday. Oh, Cyrus and I have plans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in, to make it up to her, they're going to throw a bash with the hottest guest list at the Waldorf's. Over to Serena and Colin who are having their what seems to be daily conversation without sex but sex on the mind but like sex constantly on the mind it's six more weeks of this strictly platonic just relationship just coffee okay so the close-ups why weren't they like the mouth it was like him touching his tie her touching her hair him touching his tie (laughs) her twirling her hair a little bit lower and And then and then you see like his teeth and in the chat i was like imagine he has a little something in his teeth that would have been embarrassing. Some from lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how zooming in on his teeth. I was like, I bet I'm going to find something in there. Was it the mouth? Oh, I thought it was just like his tie. I was more, fo- I was writing it notes. It was his like mouth and tie. So maybe she's like picturing her, him, her, she was picturing him undressing. Yeah, like taking it off. Wrapping that tie around her hands. <laughs> Whatever. Welcome to the erotica here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And Colin says, oh, we can do this. Just six more weeks. We can get through it. Six more weeks of winter. Of winter. The groundhog has seen his shadow. That's right. (laughs) After that, Nate and Serena meet up. They decide they don't trust Chair to be civil and agree with their verbal contracts as they had last week. So they decide that they're going to have them actually sign a document, a peace treaty, if you will, with stipulations for both parties of you can have this strip club and this party and this restaurant. I mean, this is just an everyday occurrence, right? Where you have okay. a peace treaty between you and your ex. So here's the thing. I think <laughs> if we were to take this act and put it in any other teen drama of ours, it would be comical and fun mm. because it wouldn't be as legit and no, legal but this is with like attorneys. But this is so ridiculous but also i don't even think twice about it because of course this would happen of course and of course serena and nate would be there and so they explain if either of them break this treaty they're going to be excommunicated from the friend circle i'm sorry (laughs) what What? friend circle it's It's the four of you (laughs) so that means nate and serena are either going to hang out with blair because blair didn't break the treaty or they're going to hang out with 
Chuck because Chuck hasn't broken the treaty. And you know Padge isn't in the circle. No, he's not in there. No one else. And it they matters. hate Vanessa. It's so just what are we talking about? Them. Yeah. So I just thought that that was absolutely ridiculous. But I mean, this is Gossip Girl. So they begin their negotiations, which seems to take hours. Blair dismisses Nate and Serena saying she has to discuss something with Chuck alone, which we don't see. But then they leave so awkwardly like they're in this like another mid-century like weird play where (laughs) she won't shake his hand and he's like guess we never have to see each other ever again she's like it would be too soon like just the way you're doing business with you speaking yeah exactly a business transaction and they both get in their perspective cars but obviously they're like longing just one look one looks while the other is facing the other way and vice versa so after Serena was dismissed, Juliet has her on a tracker and she purposely bumps into her on the street and she's questioning this new book she got. And is that a gift for someone prying, of course? And Serena's like, yeah, it's for my professor and I have a crush on him. And like he is it's Colin Forrester. Like she's about to tell me just her air all of the laundry that oh shouldn't be aired God. to you. And Juliet like barely has to push her. She's like, oh, is it for someone special? Professor, <laughs> when you think about it, Serena is the easiest person to get information from and the easiest person to take down because she will tell you everything. Right? It's like, just focus on Serena. You don't even need to get Nate involved in no. this. It's not Blair. Just literally push Serena a little bit and she'll open up. Barely. Right, right to you. So she admits that she has this crush on her professor and the waiting around part is the best part of it all. And Juliet's like, yeah, but like maybe he's getting it from somewhere else because men are men. And, you know, he has his needs and Serena's like ah nah we're good he's but gonna can, wait yeah for but me. you can tell Juliet's like hmm and at this point you know Juliet seemingly doesn't know who Professor is which is Ooh. a really good twist I really up like until it. this time what we saw last week we're like oh they're all working in their yeah. own cahoots yeah so we we presume part of the plan but we don't know so Juliet uh, manipulates Serena obviously as we said to tell her about the professor and so Juliet then texts Ben that Serena is into a professor which we see but and she's smiling she's like oh my plan is in motion so Serena heads to Collins because she's like oh yeah sidebar mm-hmm. that's it no I have to raise my hand yeah okay just fill me in for a sec mm-hmm. and maybe I missed it okay Ben and Juliet. Julia had a plan to take down Serena and get her expelled from Columbia. Yeah, still the plan. Still the plan. It's still the plan. What was their plan now that a professor they didn't know a professor was involved? This just made it so much easier. Right. Oh, now it's so much now it's like I mean They don't have to do anything. Take in her hands, exactly. Like I wonder what was the next step. Right. I mean, we don't know if what they were planning for the time being i mean we know now her and nate broke up so it's not like she can really use him for that so she was on to the next to try maybe getting into blair i i don't they don't really tell you what's gonna happen okay just checking in yeah so um serena does head to collins to surprise him and she sees him heading into his apartment with a lady friend and serena knocks on the door anyway i would be like I would have been mortified. I would have laughed, right? I would have been like, okay, I'm, it's time, I, I'm it's, good. It's time for me to turn around. But she goes and she rings the bell and he lets her up. And this woman ends up being his housekeeper. And he thinks it's so cute that Serena is jealous. 
And she's like, I don't know. I don't know how long I can wait. I can't wait. Like, oh my God, this is so hard. <laughs> and she's like, it's just too hard. So we should literally just keep this strictly platonic. And also, I'm not going to come for after office hours. You'll yeah. just see me in class. You'll just see me in class. I'll be one of your other students. And that's how we have to do it because we obviously have an issue keeping trying to keep our hands off of each other and he goes okay well tonight's going to be an exception because of course he gets invited to Blair's birthday party because he's going with the dean I'm sorry what like all of Columbia staff upper upper uh associates and employees got invited to Blair's yeah. birthday Blair decides to invite the dean invite whoever else you want and like the higher ups at Columbia and of course Colin just the guest speaker is invited to this birthday and so serena now calls juliet for advice because blair is not really accepting of this relationship she feels juliet understands it a little bit more and juliet offers to be the buffer between her and professor at the party so they don't end up fooling around or getting themselves into some sort of trouble and serena is more than happy to help uh, Juliet come with her to this party and so Juliet is her plus one and she's going to explain to Blair that that's that and it's okay that Juliet comes even though Blair hates her <laughs> hates her but we don't really know why she hates her no Blair just has a funny feeling and yeah which we should trust that her gut is usually right so then Serena goes up to Nate at Columbia and brings up Juliet and you know since they literally just broke it off she's like yeah Juliet I was going to ask you about that. I'm going to bring her as my plus one to the party. And so Nate is like, wait, how about I come as your plus one instead of Juliet? Because guy buffers are better. Okay. The logic there. Serena's like, oh my God, you're so right. Well, I (laughs) actually do agree with that. And to me, it makes more sense for Nate and Serena to go as friends to their mutual friends friends birthday party than bring Juliet, Nate's ex. And who Blair doesn't like. Right. So... And also, Serena does mention, well, I don't want to make Colin jealous. Well, she doesn't say Colin at this point, but she, she doesn't want to make him jealous. But she just wants, she needs someone there so she doesn't get into any funny mm-hmm. business. Um, so she calls Juliet and cancels. And then Juliet immediately has to text Colin asking to be his plus one because she needs to get into this party now, knowing that the dean's going to be there. Like, what do you, what do you think when Ben, I mean, when Colin picked up Juliet and was like, why do you want to go to this so bad? What what, what right. do you think she told him? I right. just want to be with the elite. I just want to talk to yeah, someone. Yeah, or maybe like, I need to. I need to get. I need to speak with someone important or something like that. Hmm. It's my education. Yeah. Before we get to the party, we have to sum up the Humphreys a little bit. It's Lily and Rufus's one year anniversary as well as Blair's birthday, and Rufus is sad because Jenny says she has too much schoolwork to come home to celebrate with them. Due to her Blair situation, as we know, which I feel like, why are we still worried about the Blair situation? There is no Blair situation. Again, what leverage does she have on you now? I also don't understand if Rufy and Lily wanted their daughter to come home. Blair has no fucking say in that. No, and I'm like, what's the worst that could happen if Jenny does come home? If Jenny is in their apart in their penthouse with them enjoying a dinner with her family what nothing will happen right nothing will happen and i'm trying to like go down the line of all these like possible potential secrets that jenny would have like everything she has has been 
aired out on Gossip Girl. Like, there's nothing Blair or anyone else could post about her unless it's a lie that would, like, blow up Jenny's spot, make her embarrassed, make her lose an opportunity. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me that we're still doing this Jenny's not coming home Right, and Jenny maybe is just like, I don't want to deal with this. They're so annoying. And Dan and Eric notice how upset Rufus is, so they decide they're going to take it upon themselves to bring Jenny back. And so Eric suggests that they ask Chuck for help, being that he's the one that kind of got her back here. And he loves Lily, so he would do anything for Lily, and they'll have Chuck on their side of this treaty. Um, But Dan is skeptical. He's like, oh, Chuck. But he ultimately agrees because he has no other choice. They eventually see on Gossip Girl that Chuck and Blair are in their peace treaty. And so now they're like, oh, shit. Now they're on amends and they decide to take matters into their own hands. And Dan seems to think that him and Eric are a match for chair. Do you think they're a match for chair? No. No one's a match for chair. This is I mean, maybe Jenny Humphrey since last week, but... Nobody care. Again, I just like nobody cares. This is is really (laughs) not. This was dumb. This was dumb. We could have done anything else. I mean, I like seeing Eric and I like seeing Taj and Eric. It's nice that they're like plaid bros trying to come up with a plan. But besides, this is like a bad storyline. Yeah, I agree. So they decide they're going to break break off this treaty between chair and in order to get chuck on their side they need to make it seem as though blair wronged him somehow so they post a fake rumor to gossip girl about blair seeing jack over the summer break wanting to set chuck off i guess um but would this really set him off? I don't think so. Well, maybe. Well, yeah, it has to do with Jack. And it has I mean, to do Jack Blair, is definitely a soul. button for him. Yeah, that's it's just a button. It's a button. Later on, Dan heads to see Chuck and see if this rumor has started this war between Chair again. But Blair is actually there at the Empire herself and uh, telling Dan it was just a rumor. And they anticipated some rumors to have occurred um, after their treaty and trying people trying to peg them against each other and they've already made some addendums to their treaty whatever that is and Blair feels content enough with their updated treaty so she decides oh, I'm gonna invite Chuck to my party and you lonely boy Padge over there too you can come to my party like nice try you're sad but but it doesn't work come over. obviously it's just a rumor so defeated Dan goes into Nate's room and asks what's in the treaty and Nate swears he can't tell him nor does he even know exactly what's in the treaty and he admits that him and serena set up the treaty and then pisses me off because dan says oh you saw serena i thought we agreed no you all you want to do is see serena dan you're you still want to see serena and you're obviously upset that nate and serena went to the party together so it's like you have no right to say oh i thought we weren't seeing serena yeah, I didn't like this either. <laughs> and like, when did we say we weren't seeing Serena? Did we have a scene of this last week where the boys decide no more Serena? I don't remember this. Aren't they over this? Again, aren't we past this? No. And no, because I literally watched ahead and I'm like, oh my God, no. we're still. No. Just wait. It's no. still happens. No. And I'm like, I literally watched this episode already. That's how I felt. Anyway, Great. that's just a little teaser. Can't to the wait for that. Next few weeks. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, so Nate leaves for class and that leaves Padgy Boy to take the physical hard copy of the treaty signed by Chuck and Blair. 
he brings it home to Eric and they're going through it. And apparently they found out some chair secret in which I feel like they both were laughing because they thought it was lame. And at this point, they don't tell the audience what it is. And Eric suggests that maybe Jenny should stay in Hudson because last week almost ruined everything she's been working towards and she doesn't need that kind of drama in her life again and i'm like yes eric thank you thank you thank you only sound mind but dan's like no we can't let chuck and blair win again i'm insistent on taking them down for jenny for jenny and eric's like i'm out you go glenn coco (laughs) (laughs) he's like peace mic drop i'm out i'm not doing it yeah let's go to the party so Later on that day at the Waldorfs, Blair is overseeing setup for her party and Eleanor tells her that Rufus and Lily are coming because they have no plans, unfortunately, for their anniversary because the kids are not around or Jenny's not around. And Eleanor also mentioned she knows Chuck, Chuck, Chuck was added to the guest list. And she's like, uh, I don't want no trouble here. And Blair's like, no, no, I promise he won't be any trouble because, you know, they have this treaty. Right. Uh, Blair is shouting out orders to her hired staff and she's being extremely nasty to everyone and anything she sees. And so Dorota tells her since she's not fighting with Chuck, she's lashing out on others because that's healthy. Sure. (laughs) So healthy. (laughs) I'm not fighting with my with my ex-boyfriend, so therefore I must be mean to everyone else. So the party is uh, underway and Blair has a chat with the dean who is impressed by her guest list and suggest they should meet up one of these days to chat, which could only mean good things for Blair Waldorf in her future, I suppose. And then all the rest of the gang, including Colin and Juliet, show up. And so when Colin and Juliet part, she says, thanks for getting me in. And he says, yeah, enjoy yourself. And Nate overhears this. I and this. I was like, okay, it's coming. We're getting somewhere. Things are coming to fruition finally. The whole time I'm just like, Nate, I want you to be the one to right? find all this out. It Give me a storyline. Right? It would be so great if like they made Nate be the one who figured it out. Like make oh Nate, Nate's smart. He figured it out. We and have he, faith in Nate. Exactly. We'll see. <laughs> mm. Um, so then Serena and Nate are walking and laughing with each other. Dan arrives and he sees them together which he's obviously weirded out by, but then he leaves before they can even explain they're not together. But then I was like, well, maybe he's just distracted because he knows his plan is like underway too. Yeah. So like a part of him is like a little pissed off, but a part of him is like, oh shit, I have this whole big scheme that's distracted. Yeah. So Juliet goes over to them uh, and Nate leaves with some snarky remark towards Juliet and Juliet wants to know who this dreamy professor is. Serena, tell me, point him out. I need to know who I need to protect you from. And so before Serena can tell her what she was about to tell her, Eleanor comes over and awkwardly like swoops Juliet to help her. And so therefore we don't get the confirmation. And as we expected, Blair is ticked at Serena for inviting Juliet to her party. And she says she cannot be trusted. I'm like, thank you, Blair. Thank you. But Serena says, well, you know, you don't, want to know about my Colin problems and Juliet is there to help me because she listens to me. And then Serena and Colin longingly look at each other across the room, LOLing in the music in the background. This was so awkward. What was this? (laughs) What is happening? Every time I watch the scene, I just laugh. Like the music playing and he's just like, he's like a bird. (laughs) He's like, come see my feathers. And she's like, I'm a peacock. Sweating. He's peacocking. How do I not? 
go over there. Oh my god, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I laughed every time I watched that scene. And then Dan sees his family, Lily and Rufus, arrive at Blair's party, and now he's like squirming because he's like, "Oh shit, I have this plan set up in motion, and uh, I don't want my parents to be here while this goes down." And then Vampire Chuck arrives at the party with cold hands. With cold hands. I'm convinced. <laughs> He became a vampire. He got bit. He probably got bit by one of those guys that mugged him. And Correct. now he literally turned into a vampire. I mean, this is the second time we had kind of like the <gasps> cold hands. I know. And he's so pale. Oh, my God. He's so pale. And he looks like his eyes are like sunken he's in. He's a fucking vampire. Did he's got like a fanfic of this? He's got this? like dark circles on, under his eyes. And yeah, he arrives saying he's, he's cold and... <laughs> And he's like, oh, how did you know about Jack again? Like, just randomly asks Blair. And she's like, oh, I think I read it somewhere. And so I guess showing that he is feeding into the rumors of this Gossip Girl And he blast. cares more than he's letting on. And he on. cares. Yeah. And Blair's obviously being very suspicious because We're Chuck, past can, this. And Chuck can, can tell when she's not telling the truth. Right. Uh, yeah. And then the scene where Nate makes Serena recite the Gettysburg address, it would have been super cute if they were actually dating, but you just see Nate. I'm like, he's so in love with Serena. He loves her so much. Look how he's looking at her longingly smiling. She's touching his face. He's loving every minute. This was cute. This was cute. I actually did like this. Me too. Sir Nate. I know. like them better than Sag. Here you go, Mike. (laughs) <laughs> and shawnee and our sag people but yeah no i prefer i think the sir nate scene this sir nate scene was Me very too. you could i felt genuine that's what it is it felt genuine but it also though felt to me like a like a friend zone moment no, no no it was like she friend zoned him you know yes yes but i what in terms of the moments i liked yeah. this sir nate moment Me too. i liked this moment too but honestly if nate was doing this with any sorry guys my allergies are acting up my nose just got so clogged i couldn't even talk um if nate did this with any female or or any person i should say i still would have thought it was cute that's you know not necessarily having to be serena if he did it with vanessa or whoever maybe not juliet but anyone else no you're Um, right you know it was just like Nate is a, just a genuine person. He's the friend. He's, He's a the friend. really good friend. He's the friend zone. And I'm like, wow, it's just to be Nate is like you're this really, you know, popular, good looking guy who seems to have good morals comes from a family that's kind of messed up but he's beyond that and he's a really good friend and he's like he's a, the athletic type and like he has this whole package, right? Like any person would be like, yes. Nate Archibald, I'm into that. Sometimes a little dense, but you know, it's Nate. And then there's Serena and Nate's like, that is queen. You well, know, like I can't, he just falls apart with her. It, I mean, but who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? We talk about this every single week. I know like we're a broken record, but I really felt like Chase Crawford was like in love with Serena. You know, like he was acting this so well. Yeah. I just felt Badly for Nate, but also really like the scene. Yes. Um, so this is his attempt to not have her stare at Colin from across the room. But it also made me a little uncomfortable because it's like she's not trying to stare at Colin, but Nate's like trying to get in the way of her like awkward relationship. And it's like you guys used to date like you saw each other's like private parts. 
<laughs> but my private. You saw my privates, but now I'm trying We're to distract that. you. Listen, everybody in this friend group store each other's they saw, privates. They've all seen the private parts. They all should just <laughs> have this big orgy. They should. <laughs> because Brother husbands and sister wives. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um we then have a great scene, one of the greatest scenes of the episode, where Nate heads up to Colin, and he's like, are you Ben? <laughs> and uh, Ben, and Colin's like, no, I'm, excuse me? And he's like, well, Juliet left me for a guy named Ben. I saw you come in with her. I just assumed you were Ben. And he walks away. And as soon as Nate walks away, you see Colin get so pissed and I'm like, off. yes, here we go. We're finding yeah. out some things. And then at that moment, he gives one of the waiters to give Serena a note, meet me upstairs. So Blair decides she's going to pull Nate into the kitchen. At the same time, Colin drags Juliet into the kitchen. Another great scene to confront her about seeing Ben. Like, what? This is juice. This is so, so good. good. So good. Here for it. Yes, this is so good. And she's like, please don't talk about this here because I don't want anyone to know. We know each other that we came together. I don't want anyone to see us. But Nate and Blair do. This is so good. So Blair thinks Juliet is dating Colin and she tells Nate that's who Serena's into. And then Nate's like, wait, what? So Blair goes off to talk to Serena, but Nate goes to confront Juliet. Woo! Another scene was so mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, you've lied to me so much. You need to tell me the truth now. So she explains Colin is her cousin. Okay, not far off. They are family. They're family. So we... Yeah. Um, and the reason they don't tell anyone that they're related is because he's a teacher and she's a student. I don't understand I don't that understand part. That. I don't Why understand that. Why is that bad? I don't understand that. What's the difference if he's your cousin who's a professor? Who cares? You could even have a sibling. I don't. Who cares? What's the problem? Right. So that just didn't make sense to me. But then Nate goes, yeah, and he's dating Serena. And at that moment, Juliet seems genuinely shocked. She's like, wait, what? That's the professor. That's the professor. She got she's putting the pieces together. In the other room, Dorota is making the sweetest speech about Blair and wishes her a happy birthday. And as soon as she's done, a woman named Rita, along with pop star Robin. No big deal. Love her. Come and they decide they are there to roast Blair. Okay, Rita doesn't know her from a hole in the wall. Why is Rita there to make a speech and then to roast? I I don't understand this. Yeah, I don't either. Um, so they play a video of drunk Blair singing karaoke to Stand By Your Man, which I'm like, this is so cute. It, it, it it's was like, not everyone's had these moments, you know? There are way worse things that could have been shown. Exactly. And everyone was anticipating this, like, huge thing to be shown when it was really just Blair singing karaoke and, like, Chuck taking her off the stage because she's really drunk and... Blair is so incredibly embarrassed by this, and she ends up like running into a waiter who knocks over Rachel Zoe, Rachel Zoe. who then Rachel Zoe gets up and she mistakenly pours chocolate fondue all over her body, which was super funny. And she's like, "I die, I die." That's the best line of the entire episode. <laughs> I mean, I die. Literally, that's like my mantra. Uh-huh. Like chocolate fondue on my head, I die. I die. <laughs> Just loved it so much. Um, best part of the entire episode. 
So Blair then goes up to Rita and she's like, what the hell happened? And Rita's like, I'm sorry. He said that it was a roast. So now Blair thinks it was Chuck because Chuck's the only other person that would know about this video, even though we all know it was Patch. So Blair goes over to Chuck and tries to confront him about this, but he denies it, of course. He's like, it wasn't me. She goes off on him and saying, this must be revenge for me knowing where Jack was this summer. And I only did that because I was looking for you. I, you know, was pretending not to care about you, but I was worried where you were and ends up calling him pure evil and a sociopath. And this majorly offends Chuck. Like he is pissed. Well, he's not guilty. In he's this not sense. guilty of it. And she keeps like hammering this in like, you must be lying. I don't believe you. You're a terrible person. He's like, what the? And Nate is standing right next to him. Yeah. And he's like, but the treaty, like I didn't do this. <laughs> the treaty. And as <laughs> as Blair is going off on him, Dan literally steps in and admits to doing this whole thing. And he explains that he did it in his honor of his sister. And then Nate's like, no, you didn't, dude. This is all you. You're a vendetta. Get over it. You stole the treaty from me. Like, you backstabbing asshole. And then Dan blows up more saying, like, chair is awful and they're petty and they should deserve what they're getting and rufus overhears this and he's like what happened to my son you're one of them you're one of them and rufus is so disappointed and leaves and you can tell dan hates disappointing his his father and he stops speaking and he's pissed i'm just glad that rufus and lily got their goodie bag when they left oh my god the shoe cookie yeah so cute um but in the chat people were going off saying well wasn't the whole point for chuck and blair to have the fight you know, from Dan and Eric, like they were supposed to set up Chuck and Blair to have a fight so that Chuck would get Jenny back home. But yet Padge just owned up to doing the whole thing. Well, just I think Padge like saw it, go- over it going in a way that wasn't really going the right way. Right. And so that's why he stepped up. He just took control of the situation, admitted to it, and he ultimately hurt everyone. So quickly upstairs, Serena and Colin meet. In her bedroom. In her bedroom with Robin singing in the background. They can't wait any longer. But Serena says she doesn't want to do it there in her bedroom. So they decide they're going to leave and they're going to go to Colin's place. <laughs> okay. Sure. Um, outside, Juliet calls Ben to tell him that Serena is interested in Colin. And I was like shocked. I was shocked to hear that she didn't know this. Me too. I was actually really surprised. And I was like, okay, Gossip Girl writers, I see you. Yeah. And she admits if Colin finds out what she's up to, that's going to be the end of her because Colin pays for her school and her rent and whatever else she needs. And Ben doesn't care. He's like, we needed something to take Serena down. Let's just use Ben. I'm like, as this conversation is like, Colin, oh my God, we're going to. We're going to get some more information here. And Julia, she almost says, well, Serena was the one that. And then Ben's like, I don't care. Just use what Colin. What does Ben have on Juliet? Has to have something. You're in jail. Who gives a shit? Has Leave him in there. Something. Yeah. So uh, he's like, we still need to go forward with this plan. Do whatever you can. We need our family to move on. Whatever this means. What it's so confusing. Mean? Back at the Vanderwoodsons, Blair admits to her mom that when she is around Chuck, she Waldorf's, isn't the power. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes, Waldorf. Okay, okay, okay. I was like, I know we William <laughs> Rufus has seen. Yeah. Waldorf. Waldorf. And Eleanor is so so sweet and she's telling Blair that, you know, you in order to be a powerful woman, sometimes you do have to give in to those temptation or to be weak. And Blair's saying how it's so hard and Chuck is her weakness. 
which I'm like, ah, oh, there's a part of me that's like, you shouldn't feel weak around your significant other or ex or whoever. Like it, you, you should be like strong and they be I, strong. Right. I, I feel I that know. you, sh- you, if you feel weak around a significant other and then you overcome and become strong, you leave that person and move on to someone who right. empowers you. Who empowers you. Not someone who kind of makes you f- still feel weak. I guess we get away where you love that person. Like, right. oh, we get the knees. I'm great, grateful for you. I do anything for you. Love you, but not weak where I'm like, I can't do accomplish the things I want to because you're hindering. Me. And I also think it was just a poor choice of words. Poor choice. I, I agree. I feel like they could have phrased it in a way where she, it made her seem like she just. Almost she, like you need to be with someone who sometimes checks you. So you learn from that and grow. Yeah. Not from someone who makes you feel weak and stay weak right and so um you know this scene was really nice to have some motherly advice and eleanor heads to bed and then our last few scenes at the vander woodson's rufus and lily arrive home to find their apartment decorated in paper flowers because uh, paper is the one year anniversary yep and um this was done by dan with eric's help and this is his attempt to apologize to rufus and lily and then Dan heads back to the loft and Vanessa is there, you know, because she's still living there, BT dubs. Which I didn't realize. Yeah. He does have a very quick moment in the beginning where he explains Vanessa couldn't get housing and now she's still living there and they're living with the, their exes and it's, you know, hasn't been easy. But at this moment, they seem to really have that friend connection back and she's there for him, listening to him and saying that she'll always be there for him as a friend, which is like, all right, at least we're getting somewhere with that. But props to you for realizing this person hurt you so much and you were in love with them and now you could just turn on the friend mode how does one do that i guess because no. you need a place to live you need a place to live and you kind of just like get over it maybe we were better as friends <laughs> it's so soon yeah it's it's too soon uh, but then dan gets a call from rufus and they seem to make up serena and colin get to his place and she admits that she still doesn't want to do it with him because she wants to wait they can wait the six more weeks but she kisses him anyway, but you see that there's a camera watching them. Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. Without their knowledge. <laughs> you know, could be with, with their knowledge. But right. It's without their knowledge. Yeah. Um, and we see Juliet outsi- outside on the phone with Ben saying that the plan is in motion. So she's the one who put the camera there. And at the Waldorf's, Blair notices an angry Chuck still lurking leftover from the party. And he's so mad still about what she said about him earlier. He tells her that the treaty's off. And they both tell each other they hate uh, they hate each other, and then says he the, he says that we were never friends and we never will be, and he rips up the treaty. And then I proceeded to yell, "This is so bad!" over and over and <laughs> over again, until Randy opened the door and said, "What is wrong with you?" And I said, "I'm sorry, this is just awful." And he's like, "Okay, cool." And then they proceed to have sex on the piano, and I was like, "God, this scene is so awful." Well, the like fast, slow moments of the guys. Yeah, the portrayal doesn't of work, it doesn't work. It's just this is their foreplay. I hate, I hate it the was passions so they're tearing. Yes, tear my clothes off. Here aggressive. we go. It was like, well, that's who they are. It, it's pent it wa- up, but it it's wasn't passionate. Up. It wasn't passionate. It was like it's vampire. It was sex. like a vampire. It was like he was literally ripping her bones clothes. She wears that lingerie. He rips it off. Yeah. Yeah. It just. So great. Awesome. did not make me feel the tingles. I didn't feel the tingles. Um, I never feel the tingles (laughs) for them. So give me the friend zone Sir Nate scene. I know. Me too. Gives me the tingles. That gives me more the tingles than this scene. Yeah. Not But it is so chair. So at least they're on brand. Yes, it is. And that is. 
the end of the episode. Yeah. My goodness. I cannot wait to talk to Carrie and Allison about this episode. If you hold on after break, we will be joined by them. So just stick around. This is Hold Up, the podcast where we watch our favorite rom-coms and decide whether they hold up. Have you ever wondered if your favorite rom-com is a feminist masterpiece, misogynistic garbage, or maybe, probably something in between? Join us every other Monday to see if your favorite rom-com makes the cut. Hold Up is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back from break, everyone. We are here with Carrie and Allison from Hold Up Podcast. Woohoo! Yay! Hello. Oh God, Hello. I just went, like, woohoo, like in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She's like, woohoo, in every freaking <laughs> episode. Sorry, guys. I always throw in Sabrina the Teenage Witch wherever I can. Um, so we're here with Carrie and Allison, as I said, and our listeners want to ask you guys some questions. But, but first, I want to ask you to tell everyone what your podcast is about. I know they just heard it during our break, but if you want to give us a more summarized feel of the, of your, sure. of your podcast. Yeah. So, um, like Liz said, we host the hold up podcast and we, um, every other week we watch one of our favorite rom-coms. Some are older, some are newer. And we, analyze whether they hold up both like do we still love them as much as we did when we saw them the first time um just from like a pure entertainment value perspective and then we also try and give it like a kind of a, a critical feminist lens too of like you know what are we doing in this rom-com is any of it worthwhile or interesting or you know um and so I think kind of like overall we've just trying to sort of been reconciling like loving problem sometimes problematic pop culture love that do you uh, do either of you have a movie that you podcasted about that you absolutely loved growing up or that you felt like it did hold up is there like a number one movie for either of you or maybe like a few you don't have to go into like <laughs> We actually just did an episode where we, because I made a very controversial to carry statement that I thought definitely maybe was one of my top 10 rom-coms. I like and that she like, movie. <laughs> it's great. And Carrie was like, top 10? And I was like, next week we are writing out our top 10s. Ooh. And our my top two were When Harry Met Sally and While You Were Sleeping. And Carrie's top two were While You Were Sleeping. And then When Harry Met Sally. Oh my God, Sally. that's so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Both great movies. Yeah. Really good. But definitely maybe did make it into my top 10. I think, I it's think a great it movie. holds up. I think it does. It does hold up. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's so much fun. I, I love that podcast. Yeah. And we're going to be guests on it. I'm so excited. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are going to join us um, to talk about Runaway Bride, which is one of my faves. So I'm super excited to I'm watch so it excited. and chat about it. Same. I've actually never seen it. <gasps> I didn't know. Oh, really? I love when someone's never seen something. How yeah. did you get past? Life I don't not know. I don't know. <laughs> Remember, I kept telling you, "Is it? Is it my best friend's wedding?" And, and I was like, like "No, <laughs> it's not." This that. is completing our Julia Roberts like rom com trifecta. Oh. We did Pretty Woman, then we just did my best friend's wedding, and now we're gonna do. Runaway oh, that's Bride. awesome! Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm super excited because I know like the gist of it, but I was like, "Wait, I don't think I've actually sat down and watched the entire movie." 
So I'm glad to to do that with yeah. you all. Oh, I'm excited. Even more excited good. now. Yes. Yeah, I am too. That's so fun. I love um, <laughs> talking about like one I know really well with someone who's never yes, seen it before. Awesome. Yeah. I'm glad I could help you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Allison, you have seen yes. the entirety of Gossip Girl, correct? So I had thought so. And then I went back and I was like rewatching. I was like, I was like rewatched part of season one. And I was like, I've seen all this. I rewatched part of season two. I was like, I've seen all this. I rewatched part of season three, seen all this. Got to season four. And I was like, I haven't seen this. Wow. We're like all in the same boat. Then. It's like past season three. It's like I, a different world for us. And I think because like it was in the pop culture and like, I know, like we were saying, like, I know certain twists of it that I just like my brain remembered that I'd watched it all. And I spent like a week at Carrie's once when I was unemployed and she was working where I was like, instead of doing anything worthwhile, I'm just going to watch all of Gossip Girl. And I think probably got through season three. So no, I'm, I was experiencing season four, like either for the first time or for the first time in like 10, like since it came out. Right. Yeah. That's so funny. Do you think you have a favorite character that maybe when you first watched the show, now did you watch it when it was live on TV or did you go back and watch it when it was streaming? I watched like a little bits in and out when it was live on TV. And then the time I like truly sat through and watched at least the first three seasons beginning to end was that like two weeks I spent at Carrie's just doing absolutely nothing else and watching Gossip Girl. And I, for no reason at all, really like Serena. I think just because I like Blake Lively. Yeah. And in my head, she's uh, B from Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants yeah. to me. <laughs> Another great movie. <laughs> Another great movie. And I also like, I think Blair is a terrible person. But I really like, I think, I think Leighton Meester is a very good actor and I think she plays her well and I think she's entertaining. So I like her as a character. I feel about Blair the way I do about a lot of the Real Housewives. And then I like you as a fixture on my TV screen and I don't ever want to be you in real life. Oh, yeah. No, I would never want to That's a perfect way to describe her. That's how I feel and I didn't know I had those words. So thank you. You (laughs) Exactly how I feel about Blair. Yeah. yeah. And Carrie, I know uh, we talked off mic that you did actually know a lot about Gossip Girl, but you never watched the entirety of the show either. No, I kind of like floated in and out. I had friends that were watching it like at, in college as it was airing. So like I'd see an episode here and there um, and kind of stay abreast of like what was happening. But I've never like sat down and watched it um, from beginning to end. I do think now that I have like started season four I'm gonna keep watching Um, I mean you're more than halfway done that's how I feel like we might as well just you know yeah just continue because season six I say this all the time is like literally 10 episodes so you're basically that's like nothing it's not even half a season so you're you're pretty much actors were checked out you can be checked out too (laughs) and I feel like it's good like folding laundry tv and you know like it's just it's entertaining but I don't have to like pay super close right. attention like it's so ridiculous that you don't need to really focus on those silly details that they're going into each week especially the right. Chuck and Blair things like this yes. treaty I mean what did you guys think overall of this episode because Michelle and I were pretty fired up as we were last week again. <laughs> I meant to ask Carrie and I'm glad I forgot until we were on mic because Carrie is a lawyer would that be legally binding are you no. allowed to use your 20 year old friends <laughs> Because at one point, Dan was like, it's a legal document. And Nate was like, of course. And I was like, I I don't know my ass for my asshole, but I don't think it is legally binding. (laughs) I mean, 
they're over 18, so they could certainly like enter into a contract with each other. So in that way, it's legally binding. Like after you're 18, you can sign whatever contract you want. Um, Yikes. (laughs) But the part about like Serena and Nate, like representing them. I mean, that's just part of the ridiculousness of the show. Oh, I love that. She has like some inside knowledge on yeah. the treaties of God. Yeah. Girl, no, they definitely wouldn't hold up in the real world. No. Oh my goodness. They're just um absolutely so ridiculous. But Carrie, do you have a favorite character from what you have watched? Um, that's a really good question. I'm not sure if I do have a favorite character. I I think I kind of like bounce around because everybody's horrible at some point and everybody's has like their redeemable moments at some point. Um, and kind of like Allison was saying, I try to approach the show like, okay, who's most entertaining, even if they're actually like a horrible person and like this person would never exist in real life, or at least if they do, I don't want to know them. (laughs) Um, but I do, I enjoy Serena a lot. Um, I know that's sort of like the fallback choice, but I like Blake Lively. I think that I also just always kind of love what she's wearing, even if it's like a total like 2000s throwback. Um, so I, I like watching her. She's very like fun to watch on screen. Yeah. We find Serena to be a tad frustrating. <laughs> oh, for sure. Never, we'll never learn anything. No, she, no, we'll never learn a, like, the lesson she's supposed to learn. This whole professor like storyline, I was like, what is happening? It's the same like, storyline that happened with Trip and and her, the con like the congressman. It's the same thing. Like they yes. can they can or cannot be together. And Serena's like, but we're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> it's like but, no. she uses her she uses her ex boyfriend to port. You know what? Who I love? I love Nate. Yeah, poor sweet dumb Nate. Nate. <laughs> <love> Nate. <laughs> Just a sweet dummy who's like, yeah, I'll do whatever you I want. Know. Okay. He's <laughs> the friend group's golden retriever. He really is. Like, He's just there yes. That's a very com- you know the comfort. He's like comfort. So yeah, true. you need to pet me loyal. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he's super loyal. He's like yeah. you can do whatever you want to me, pretty blonde woman. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness, he's yeah. he was definitely a trooper in this episode. Yeah, uh, but Serena. Okay, so out of all of our guests so far, we've had a few Blairs, and you you both are the first Serenas. So I like to hear the mix. Yeah, of me too. I do like. A, I mean, Blair is like that character is. She's iconic. Banana pants. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and I I think that Leighton Meester's portrayal of her is really fun to watch. Yeah, I'm sure she had a lot of fun portraying mm-hmm. her on yeah. set and just saying these absolutely ridiculous lines and. Just I I always say they they both her and Chuck speak like they're from like a different century, like nobody Honestly. in New York talks like that. <laughs> nobody talks like that. <laughs> the way he's like a high school or college student, like always in a tailored suit with, with a, a briefcase. briefcase. I'm like you're 19 years old. Like nothing about right. This. I don't care how much money you have. Like look like a real student. Like go to a real right. college class and have that. Like go in sweatpants. Right. Like that's what everyone does in college. Yes. I that's I was like is is. At Columbia, do, do they, like, get dressed up? I don't think I right. ever got dressed up for class. No. Like, ever. No. I can't think of, especially, like, an early morning class. Wearing heels. No. Or wearing heels. Yeah, Juliet in her high heels. Oh, I'm like, what is and happening? And Serena wearing her high heels and short dresses. Yes. Just, like, you know, chucking along on the campus. I was like, I would get 10 feet and be like, no, yeah. this isn't no, going to work. I mean, uh, both 
the colleges I went to, my car was very far away. I mean, granted, they probably mm-hmm. don't have cars on the campus, but like my car was really far away. There was no way I was going to wear any type of heel to right. get anywhere. Yes. I feel no. like I was not I was in college like right at the time when leggings as pants was becoming mm-hmm. a thing. And I was like taking advantage of oh, this. Yeah. Like that's all I'm ever going to wear. <laughs> Never put on pants and certainly not heels. No, to go not to heels. Or no. even a dress. I don't couldn't think of any no. time. Maybe unless we're having a special event or something. But that was about it. Right. No. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're going to go into some questions uh, from awesome. our listeners. Crystal wants to know. Dan knew Jenny wanted to stay in Hudson and away from the toxic environment of the Upper East Side. What do you think his real motive was to pin Chuck and Blair against each other? I love this question. <laughs> Such He's a good question. He's just an ass. I, I, He's just an ass. I actually like had the same question as I was watching. I was like, what's happening here? Like, is this just to create drama and like we're using Dan as the vehicle to do that so that we can ultimately get back where we need to be at the end of this episode with the two of them like doing it on a piano (laughs) it does feel a little bit like they had this like storyline written and we're like oh but we don't know who the antagonist is and like for whatever reason we like can't use Jenny or we can't so I guess we're gonna rewrite it so it's Dan and it doesn't super make sense no it doesn't like okay I don't like this version of Dan. I am attracted to Dan and I like him when he's being a nice little outsider. Um, I'm pretty thirsty for Dan in this season. He's looking really good as long uh, along with Rufus. I think Rufus looks really good in this season as well. Um, Carrie texted that to me the other day. She's like, I might be a Rufus. Yeah, no, Rufus is looking real good. Start of season four. I mean, he's a very attractive man, but start of season four. I'm like, oh, did you change something about her? like aura is different. Um, more like relaxed or something I don't know Uh, but yeah I felt like why are we doing this and then in the chat we have a discord chat that we talk with our patrons on everyone was like wait isn't it the plan that Chuck's supposed to get Jenny back and now Chuck and Blair are mad at each other so wasn't that the plan but then Dan just all of a sudden is is like I did it (laughs) well don't you think right Padge likes to get he gets he gets caught up in the world of the Upper East Side Mm -hmm, and it's like oh I want to be a part of something I feel like that was he got caught up in getting revenge yeah and so basically it was revenge on Blair even though Michelle and I were talking like that video was super cute I would wouldn't care if anyone saw that of me yes (laughs) I like actually like had to re I had to like rewind and rewatch it because I was like wait is this the thing this is the revenge yeah it's also like what did I miss it's the worst secret those two have on each other like these are fully bad people who have done like chuck has sexually assaulted the same girl twice and the worst thing he is like i have a video of you doing karaoke and we're all just like that's the worst thing he's got on yeah you guys have to have darker shit on each other and i think eric and dan both kind of like made fun of them like this is the biggest thing they have in this treaty of like they won't ever reveal that blair had this video yeah, that didn't line That's up. That's it? It did not <laughs> no. make sense. Mm-mm. I feel like maybe there's other things there in this treaty. There has to be. There has to yeah. be. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're Blair and, like, your whole life is wrapped up in, like, running, like, the socialite scene of the Upper East Side, like, maybe this paints you in a way you don't want. Yeah. But for me watching it, I was like, I... I probably have 14 oh, yeah. of those like videos, like, Friday night, around. you know? <laughs> right. It just... It, 
it's the I texted my friend the other day who loves karaoke and I was like the first thing we're doing when we're allowed is we're I, I found like a tweet that was like the first thing I'm doing is doing all of Queen's live aid show on karaoke and I sent it to him and he was like hundred like this is what I'm looking forward to doing when this is over and she's embarrassed by right? it. I know. I know. <laughs> the difference between me and Blair. And then the fact that like it was at a Robin show. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like it could have been at any other event. It was just very right. random and strange. Really feels like we had Rob. We had like, we like, we can get Robin this yeah, week. Right? Like, yeah, right. Yeah, Robin. We're gonna. Town. Here's how we're gonna do. So it. we gotta we gotta figure out this plot around Robin. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make any sense, but uh, glad that we're not alone. Yeah, Adrienne Marie wants to know Michelle and Carrie, I guess, since she sort of doesn't know what happens. Uh, what do you think of the treaty? Is this now when Chuck and Blair are in for the long haul or are they broken up? <laughs> <laughs> Michelle's reaction is fantastic. Yeah. Carrie, what do you think? You can, you can um, go first. I would be how much we have enough like a whole whole other season and then 10 episodes and then like a shortened yeah. season six so I would be really surprised if this is it like we're we're now end game with the two of them I feel like we have like they have a lot more damage they can do to each other um and I would honestly be disappointed because I kind of want to see growth that play out <laughs> like growth um, people. <laughs> right right um so I don't know. I don't really know what to expect, but I would be shocked if like now they live happily ever after. That just doesn't feel like that's where we're headed. You agree, Michelle? Yeah, there's no way. We have way too much to go through. And it's Chuck and Blair like all of a sudden now. Maybe they'll be good for two episodes or something, but drama will hit. I'm also not convinced that the blonde girl, the French girl, who you guys Emma. call Fleur, Emma. which I didn't realize why you were calling her that until I started watching. And I was like, oh, because she's Fleur well, yeah. The second I saw her, I was like, it's Mrs. Billy's. Um, <laughs> oh, so I'm not convinced like she doesn't show back up at some point. I don't. That's my prediction is like she'll pop back in at some point and create I chaos. I thoroughly enjoyed Chuck and Eva together. You did too. Yeah, yeah. They were, it was the most yeah. likable Chuck. Exactly. It was the most likable Chuck, and that's because he was Henry Prince, as Blair said. Like <laughs> you weren't even Chuck Bass, he and he's like, "That's Giuseppe. cool. I was trying to be someone else." Yeah, which is like maybe you should try that since that you know your past hasn't really been working out for you too well. Yeah, maybe Blair should try that. Let Blair take on a new persona. <laughs> Imagine like this whole other weird like nice Blair. They're just vampires. They're both vampires. He's, this yeah. is turning her. There needs to be a vampire spinoff fanfic. And this I scene I like was it. him turning her. And next episode, she's going to like, it's going to be on the table like Bella. And her eyes are going to be like. <gasps> I'm <into> this. <laughs> this is a good show that like you could sell that. Oh my God, you could sell that. I would love uh, a Blair on the, the table. The Girl Diaries. Opening, yes. Makes a vampire. So, oh, I love it. We Gossip always Girl end up putting twilight in this podcast it's for some so reason, fitting too. though look what's happening <laughs> they're giving it to us have you guys he does have like a very like edward energy he does. it's very like dark I think and that's brooding because robert pattinson is also british and like <laughs> just they yes. just have this like just darkness about them not that brits have darkness but you know like yeah. the way we... they're portraying these characters he also i don't know if you guys are buffy fans but he he reminds me kind of like of a spike yeah. like he's got that like love it mm-hmm. love to hate him hate to love him kind of thing going totally on. yeah definitely um 
Adrienne also wants to know, why does Ben want Serena expelled so badly? This is killing me, man. <laughs> I want to know so bad. I don't know. What did she yeah. possibly do? And what does Ben have on Juliet to have this control over his sister? Yes. And why is it specifically getting her expelled from Columbia? Like what you could take her down some other way no? Yeah. It's a right. very specific kind mm-hmm. of revenge she wants that like, like does Serena even like super care about Columbia? Right, <laughs> like, right? I feel like she'd be like, all right, I'm expelled. This sucks, but I'm rich. I'll just so go to another school. It's fine. Right. Yeah. My mom will get me in. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like she's just mo- most worried about disappointing Lily, right. which like fair, I guess like it's universal to be worried about disappointing your parents, but I feel like her mom would be mad at her for like half an episode and then she'd be, she'd then get over it. They'd be fine. Right. Yeah. I mean, she seems. Yeah. Like you're right. Ella. It is like a very specific revenge that you're like. Yeah. It just Isn't there- doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And why this? Yeah. And again, Ben is in jail. What is the hold over Juliet? Right. He's very manipulative yeah, from that's a good his question. jail cell. She seems to be quite afraid of him. And he gets a lot of phone calls to talk to her. He gets a lot of phone calls. He has a hidden cell phone. He has to. He has a hidden cell phone. Yeah, like, well, yeah, because he, like, texted her at one point. And I was like, how's that happening? Yeah. Well, I've watched Orange is the New Black, so here's what they do. They put it, like, in the toilet tank of the bathroom. (laughs) No, I have no idea. No, but that's probably it. In in a brick or something. Yeah. It has to be hidden. Yeah, especially with this show, they had to figure out some way to get them in contact with each other. So hidden cell phone it is. We figured it. Yeah, because you do start to see sort of like like fraying of the edges of Juliet's loyalty. And so it's kind of like, what? why is she like sticking around Mm -hmm. and sticking to this plan? And I have this prediction that I made, I think it was last week. I think she's trying to become a good character. Yeah, you did predict. She's trying to turn, Mm -hmm. especially since she's, I think she had real feelings for Nate. Yeah. And now she has to take down her cousin, which is like super difficult. Oh my God. <laughs> her cousin who financially supports her. Right. Like that's crazy to me that she's just like, she's going to play okay. with that, play with fire. And right. He literally which goes for everything. Which goes back to the question of like, what do you, ha- what does this, your brother in prison have against exactly. you that you're going to be like, this man is paying for my life at my college, but I'm going with you brother in prison. Like what, what do you have on? And also, brain? were you always going to Columbia? Or were you going to Columbia for, to take down Serena? Yeah. Right. Right. So many yeah, questions. That's a good question. So many questions. I, I am enjoying this though. I no, know me too. some of our patrons said that they feel like this plot goes on for longer than it should. But I'm enjoying it, though. I feel like this is a good mystery of this season. I And I I like Juliet. Like, I like that actress. Um, so I'm. it's fun to see her, like, play in this character. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll take this over chair any day. Yeah. 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 Truthfully. <laughs> yeah, me too. This feels like a much more fun, interesting plot line than, like, the Blair Chuck. And, then like, in this episode specifically, like, Blair Chuck – Dan's like the whole that all felt just so random yeah no agreed definitely agreed yeah and then they're like throwing Lily and Rufus and they're like yeah we're here for like two seconds (laughs) let's tell Dan he needs to shape up and then leave it's like yeah let's like scold our 19 year old son grab our cookies and we're out yeah at least we got more (laughs) Eric in this episode we enjoy Eric and they we never really get to see him all that much unfortunately you do too I can never get over the image of him in like the first episode when they tried to dye that actor's hair blonde to make him like look like a Vander Woodson I can never get 
that image when like he actually kind of looks like a young Penn Badgley. <laughs> like, yeah, he does. Especially them and their like matching plaid shirts in this episode. Yeah, like you guys really look like brothers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, like I have to kind of remind myself that he's Serena's brother, not yeah. Dan's brother. Like the two blonde girls should be sisters, and the two like brooding dark haired boys should be brothers. And at one point, like he, Dan, and Rufus are walking down the street together, and I'm like, father and sons. Yeah, this yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> I know they all look yeah. very similar, and they're all dressed similarly. Yeah. Similarly too similar yeah Yeah. so i that's funny it's just funny um mike asks fuck marry kill dan nate or colin if colin was a random person not your professor Uh, random person not our professor Mm. yeah i guess maybe if colin was like i don't know if he means colin colin not your professor or colin just as the actor probably Sam colin Page, if he wasn't our professor okay so gotcha. colin so we just don't have the complicating factor right. yeah. of student professor so dan meet colin this is hard do you have yours this is hard i think i do but earlier i said that i love nate and now i'm worried i have to kill him. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> i think i would probably marry nate fuck colin and kill dan <laughs> mm, yeah Interesting. it's bold but might be right i think so too i think padge needs to die because <laughs> padge just needs to die <laughs> i call in case oh yeah i, I use the term this. padge when we first started this show i thought the actor's name was padge bentley <laughs> and i couldn't well, i couldn't great. get it right and so i would say padge and they're like who are you talking about yeah. i'm like padge bentley and they're like it's Pen badge. I Pen still badge. Does I not. She, now, now she makes me second guess myself when I say the actor's name. I'm like, Padge. So we call him Padge. So we call him Padge. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's been fun. <laughs> okay. That's really funny. I think the same as you, actually. I think the same. Okay, so wait. Let's say yours again. You would. I would marry Nate, fuck Colin, and kill Dan. Yeah. Based on this episode, I might agree with you, but normally I would say I would marry Dan. And again, like to me, that's just Penn Badgley. That's like easy A style Penn Badgley. Yes, exactly. Fuck Colin, because I think he's very attractive. And then kill Nate, but I feel so bad about that because he's so sweet and he's a golden retriever. You don't want to kill a golden retriever. I'm having to separate like Penn Badgley from Dan. And I think like Dan, I agree, like kill Dan, marry Nate. Fuck Colin, nice. But Penn Badgley, I might like if it were Penn Badgley, then it would probably switch. Yeah, right. Yeah, because I don't actually find Colin that attractive. Like to me, but I, I feel attractive. like could, he's attractive. But normally, I'd be more attractive to Padge. Same, but <laughs> but like in but this episode, in, like mm. yeah, and Colin just like one and done. Yeah, one and awful. done. Right. Yeah. Just one and say done. That. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll Nate would, like he's rich, and so if we're just talking about like. You know, a fuck yeah. like he maybe he's taking you out to like a nice dinner and a drink yeah. before a good you conversation, taxi girl. Yeah. And he right. puts you in a cab he, the next he morning. He's yeah. polite. He's polite. <laughs> really good. <laughs> he's polite. We like polite. I actually think Nate would make a really good husband just because yeah. like he's so nice and loyal. It's like yeah, he's he not going to do anything bad. Pretty attentive, and he does listen, and he's really nice on the eyes. He's got so great like, <laughs> dress shirts for you to wear the next morning. Yeah. Yes. Because that's. There a thing go. yeah is that a thing no i like to sleep in sweatpants but that's just me <laughs> never wore that i never i don't like my legs exposed i'm like always cold too so you can't go by me but 
My sister would probably. My sister wears like night shirts all the time. I'm like, what? No, no. There's night <laughs> shirts and then there's men's dress shirts well, as yeah, night no, shirts. She's not wearing Rye's dress shirts okay, as okay. her pajamas. <laughs> yeah. I hope not. That feels like dress shirts They're not are, are like expensive. And yeah, and they're expensive. Yeah. You don't want to ruin that. Those are day clothes. You want to wear like a, something starched <laughs> to bed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> starch the collars. Like, right? And yeah. That's what I, how I feel. And every time I see it on shows, I'm like, that's not comfortable. Nobody would right, want like, to wear that. Like, that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mike also wants to know, does your opinion change on Colin now you know that he's not part of the scheme? I don't know. <laughs> Mine did. I, I was like, okay, a little good. bit. A little bit. Yeah. Still, he's still dating a student. Yeah, he's which, still a little and like, like fishy, but I'll take it. Now. How old? We had this conversation last week. How old do you think he is? Like we found this the situation between him and Serena very inappropriate because it's like student yes. and professor. Yes. I mean, especially because um, she's like, we're going to wait until this semester is over. And he's pushing her a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. he's not just being like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. And he also, like, encouraged her to cut the class. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what the? So f-? gross. Like, Let's, you drop out of this class so we can right. be together. It's like, well, how about, right. you know, this is my education. How about you not take the job? Or how about it's you also quit like your a job? It's like a big commitment to make for someone you've been flirting with for a few days. Right, <laughs> like, a few days is the key I there. mean, that's the the point I was driving home all last week was, oh my God, they've only known each other for 24 hours. There is no yeah. way this yeah. is like this epic romance where they need to quit jobs and quit classes to be with. You just are getting to know each other. You don't know anything about each other. How is She's he like, a I'm falling for him? Oh, Colin. How is he a changed man? He meets 19-year-old strings like that's it, I'm dropping everything. No more women <laughs> for me. No more cab ladies. I'm good. <laughs> right. No more appropriately aged women. No. no. I think that's just I love Serena. in like teen dramas. I feel like it's like very typical in teen dramas, like because you have these adults playing teens, that then you end up like pairing them up with other adults mm-hmm. and you're like, Okay, but in the show, that doesn't make right. sense. Like Pretty Little Liars? Yes. Okay. I like knew that's, that's what you that were thinking. Like, <laughs> that's the classic. The classic, like, yeah. Am I supportive of this high school student and her English teacher? Yeah. That one, I never watched Pretty Little Liars, but that was grosser, right? Because they were she was truly in high school, She right? was in high school, and that was her teacher, and he was into her, and she was into him. And th- that relationship lasted way too long, in my opinion just on and off on and off on and off because of circumstance but that's a whole nother rant for another night (laughs) (laughs) yeah um will but yeah i feel like sorry i I feel like he has to be like late 20s early 30s at best and and she's she's not 20 yet 19 yeah yeah Yeah. okay will asks what do you think is next for dan michelle will he go back to school or start writing or doing anything at all (laughs) because at this point he lost his baby and now he hasn't been doing anything he doesn't seem right. to go to school or he's not writing no. and he's not dating vanessa anymore he's just pining over serena over there in the corner we, i think we have to see him in school we will see him working <laughs> on a class project or something it has to happen i don't know that yeah, baby storyline got wrapped up so quickly i was like what i really thought we were gonna spend more time here yeah rufus knows so much about blood type he really genetics. does <laughs> he really does he was the one who solved it all. Yeah. I wrote a script once where that was like the um the like thing was like she couldn't be the child because of blood type. And I researched it so hard and still don't fully understand it. And Rufus was just like, no, here's how it works. So he's on that. I was like, this is You're like, wow. How do you do this? 
the uh, rock star Rufus. He really knows yeah. his, his science. <laughs> Dr. Rufy. So funny. All right. So Dan's going to go back to NYU when? The next episode. I always next give episode? that. Episode. No, because we're in the fall. We need to see him back in school. We have not seen right. him in school. So what him- about Vanessa? Is she going back to school? Yes. She's also going back to school. She's gonna- They need to work on some kind of script or writing or projects. Right? Yeah. Well. We shall see. It's too yeah, soon to tell. Yes. <laughs> Vic wants to know, um, Carrie and Allison, how do you both feel about Vanessa and Jenny? So Vic is also a new watcher to the show, and she's heard from many people that uh, their opinions on Vanessa and Jenny are very um, low. <laughs> so I really like Vanessa. I like, I think she's interesting. I think she's fun. I think I don't like that they put her and Dan together. I like like, two heterosexual people of the opposite gender like yes. being able to be friends without there being sexual did tension. Did you like and her like, and Nate together? I did yeah, like her and Nate, Nate together. Tessa. Woo! <laughs> I really like her and Nate together. Like that is, that's what I want to be. End game. And I like, like she's interesting and she's fun and she's a good counterpoint to like Serena and Blair and their craziness. I feel differently about Jenny. I don't like Jenny. <laughs> I think it's because like I think the character is fine and the actress kind of annoys me, which is like probably how I should not be judging her, but I just can't like, she just is whiny to me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a popular opinion. I, I like Vanessa. I, um, I don't remember a whole lot about Vanessa other than like what I've seen since I started watching season four. Um, but I, I agree. She's a nice counter to sort of like the Upper East Side. She feels sort of like the stand-in for the audience because she's like experiencing all this craziness and it's like, these people are crazy. Yeah, definitely. Um, So in that way, she's probably the character I relate to the most, um, which is saying something since she's like 19 and I'm not. (laughs) But um, uh, Jenny, I liked in the last episode, like I really liked Jenny. Um, And again, I think that it's different kind of watching it now, like in my thirties, like I felt very like protective and maternal toward Jenny in last, in the last episode, episode six, because I was like, this poor girl is just trying to like get out of this craziness, figure out what she wants to do with her life. And these nut jobs keep like sucking her back in. Totally. Um, Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm definitely like on Jenny's side. I just am annoyed by her. Yeah, She definitely has some, some qual- qualities and quirks that um t- can get annoying and that's yeah. to be said about Vanessa too I think but I d- don't see why people are so adamant about yeah hating Jenny hating Vanessa especially now you know I mean this show's been on was has been off the air for a while and it's a long time right. ago and if you're looking at it in older eyes we do we feel for Jenny we feel like she's a relatable teen that would go through the same things we would go through. And she's put in this position where she's with these snobby rich kids that don't understand her. And especially Blair and Chuck, they're so awful to her. Like what else is she supposed to do? Yeah. You know, I like, I kind of love that about like your all's podcast and just kind of this idea of like watching this show that you watched when you were younger now with like a, an older set of eyes. Cause I do think that you get a totally different perspective totally. on characters and storylines and all of that. Yeah. 
Well, thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. It's definitely been eye-opening for all the shows that we podcast about. Watching it a lot later in life, you see things that you didn't and you feel differently about characters and plot lines and things that you didn't when you first watched. So, yeah, it's definitely yeah. changed our opinion and a lot of our listeners' opinions I as know, well. because so. you find yourself rooting for characters that you didn't. Especially in our older, in our other shows that we've talked about, characters that weren't my personal favorite as a teenager, the, sh- the mm-hmm. like, now number yeah. one favorite. You're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Vic wants to know, do you think Colin still has a role in the whole scheme of the Juliet Ben stuff? No, I don't think he has any clue. No, he's blind. No. He's yeah, blind to he's it all. Based on how he reacted to the fact that Juliet's even talking to Ben, I don't think he like uh, has any idea at right. all. He does not like Ben. <laughs> no. He was what, no. like kind yes. of rightfully so. Like maybe oh, yeah. Juliet should listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was not happy knowing that, and he's like, "I'm gonna take away your money." Girl. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna take it all away. So. Um, do you think Nate will tell Serena about Juliet being Colin's cousin? Do I? Th- Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. Ooh. 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 <laughs> I'm like, what about, what do you guys think? <laughs> no. I kind of think yes. Cause really? I yeah. feel like Nate would do anything for Serena. Oh, like yeah. he, he is like Serena blind. Like, I don't, like, I don't know what the yes, phrase I'm looking for is, but is. like, I just kind of yeah. feel like he can't not. Mm-hmm. I feel like he, that, that he's just a good friend overall. And if he had mm-hmm. a secret, like the, in the episode where, uh, it was going to come out that Eva was a prostitute. He's like, I gotta tell Chuck, like he's like a good mm-hmm. friend. So I feel like he can't hold on to this for very long, especially now knowing right. that, Blair told him Serena's dating Colin or wants to date Colin. Yeah. yeah okay. Yes. I She's like, so. you convinced you me. Convinced, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. After marinating. Same. I was like, yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah. yeah. I'm yes. like, oh, we'll, we'll see how it goes next yeah. week. Um, Tish asks Karen Allison, if you were in the Gossip Girl world, who would be your best friend? Ooh. I kind of hope Vanessa <laughs> or Nate. Like, they feel yeah. like the ones who are like, just like, those are the people you want as you're like the personality of your best friends or like people that are honest with you and loyal and don't scheme behind your back with their insane suited boyfriends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'd want to be invited to the parties that Serena and Blair want to go to, but I don't think either of them are very good friends. No, I don't think so either. No, No. Nate definitely. And I think Vanessa is a good friend too. Yeah. And Eric. Yeah. 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 I was just going to say Eric. He's a good friend. Um, they also want to know if you uh, would date anyone on the Upper East Side. I guess it's kind of with no. like Mike's question of would you fuck Mary or kill any of them? <laughs> but just seems like too much work. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they go to parties every all night. Right. At all That's the time. a lot of That's a lot of dresses, and they never repeat outfits, right? <laughs> right. That's a lot of clothes you have to have. I like wear yeah. this. I have like two dresses I wear to weddings and I recycle. <laughs> yeah. Like we have a different dress for a different event every night. Yeah. You're like, no, it seems like a lot of work. Yeah. yeah it seems like too much work to keep up yeah. with them. Yeah. I guess if you had to choose though, one person to date, would it be Nate? <laughs> it would be Nate or 
Dan not obsessed with Serena. Right. Like Dan. Yeah. Like, like Brooklyn Dan. Like, yeah. Like season one Dan, but by that I don't mean a junior in high school. Like an adult season one Dan. <laughs> right. And not pining over Serena, just as I yeah. Correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rufus. I would date Rufus. Rufus. <laughs> That's a good one. That's Rufus a good one. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, Tish actually wants to know, Michelle, which I feel like I already know the answer, but did you think Colin being Juliet's cousin was anticlimactic? No. Same. I didn't think I, so either. I, I guess was Tish did. Genuinely <laughs> shocked by that. Like I thought that was really good. Yeah, Does that too. mean like my level of expectation with Gossip no. Girl is low now? Yes, no, I think that that's good. I think me you, happy? you have come to the realization of how low your expectations for Gossip Girl <laughs> need to be. And then now things are actually surprising you. Same for me. Because I, this surprised yeah. me too. It, yeah, it was good, I thought. Me too. Yeah. I really was surprised that he wasn't involved in all of this. So Yes, I was genuinely surprised by that. Yeah. I really thought we were headed to some like some crazy weird family scheme. Yeah. Scheme. Right. Yeah. yeah. So he has no idea that his family is out to get Serena. So this can only end well for them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Makes God. it really interesting though. Yeah. I'm excited for next week. Um, and Tish said, did you see that chair moment happening at the end? Mm. Mm, that mm. chair moment, which I just had to even close my eyes i was like this is painful it's when awful. they were arguing i was like i i get it you're gonna ma- like do it go do and then they had that a- weird like shot 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 <laughs> shot of their faces and i was like no i don't like this he grabs her face and it's like like this like weird camera click thing i'm like what is happening it also felt like they were trying to make us think he was gonna like hit her which like i don't ever want to be watching a show and be like is he gonna hit her kiss her like you you shouldn't like be relieved when he's like oh good he's just yeah like on the edge of your seat which one it's gonna be that's not good it's not a good situation watching tv like that but i that scene was so painful for us to watch and i mean we predicted that would it would happen i was screaming at the tv I was like, here we go. They're going to make out. No. Yeah. Yeah. It was just so overly dramatic. It's, them. it's, so, it's so them, bad. though. It is so Chuck and Blair yeah. to do this this way and get yeah. off at this. I think one of you said in your last episode that, like, it's kind of like they're made for each other because, like, you wouldn't want to, like, unleash these people on anybody else. God, like, no. it's good that they have each other. Yeah. They're the only ones that really would love each other. <laughs> that that way in that way because <laughs> no one else would put up with that there's no, no way no. that you no. would no. be okay with any of the things that were happening but they deserve each they other they really do they're they both do. like as i said just like these two pe- beings that don't belong in anywhere they're just like we took them out of like story and just plopped them yeah. in the city and <laughs> yeah. they rule the whole city and it's so weird and the whole yeah. like Blair telling Jenny she can't come back. <laughs> and then in this episode, I'm like, but Jenny what could a- just come back. What's the worst that's really? gonna what happen? A wild. <laughs> you know, to have that much power, or to think you have that much power, and to make other people. But like, you told this girl she couldn't be on the island of Manhattan, right? And she was like, <laughs> which is shoot, I guess I can't be in Manhattan. <laughs> And she's like, yeah. Like where my whole family is. Right. right. And then Michelle's crazy. like, if I was Rufus and Lily, I'd be like, get your ass home and come celebrate my anniversary. I don't care that you have a test or that, you know, a fake test. No, but test, is Blair going to go to Rufus and Lily be like, oh, I'm sorry. I banned your daughter. 
she can't, can't be right. here. She can't come home. I feel like the show wants us to believe that like she would do that and Rufus and Lily would be like, well, shoot, she's been banned <laughs> by Blair. Like, what are we going to do? Well, she, <laughs> like, right? Like, gives such a weird amount of power to Chuck and Blair who are literal children. Who are children. <laughs> and I, I still can't believe that people care about what's happening in their life so much that they care about what Gossip Girl said and if things are rumors. I mean, like, I feel like the only people who care are Blair's minions. Like, there's no one else right. that really cares about what's happening on the Upper East Unless Side. Unless we're just not seeing mm-hmm. it. I wish they would just show us who's who Reacting actually cares. to it. Right. People we have never met reading it on the like, street. Oh, my goodness. Like, oh. That's a good point. You know, show that us. That is a really good people point. people care. Right. Because right now it's four people. It makes us seem like it make, you're watching it and, like, it doesn't holds up that it's I, that's what's happening i texted allison and i was like i know i'm like coming into this like midway but like how does she have this much power she's she's a teenager right like what's happening and she's eleanor waldorf's daughter like what does this mean because her family has money so ever a lot of people's family has money there right yeah and you'd think lily could be like hey your daughter is harassing my stepdaughter can we put a stop to that right like, which i'm so sure cool. eleanor would be like you can't ban anybody you can't ban jenny right Right. What? I mean, I would hope Eleanor would say that. No, I think she would. I think At she this would. Point I, Eleanor feels like a like a decent mother, despite how her daughter turned out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, first season, Eleanor was a little tough, and then she kind of came into herself as a mother. And I don't. Yeah. I hope she wouldn't push Blair to be like, yeah, that's like a great idea of banning this child. No. From Manhattan. No. <laughs> <laughs> the largest city in North America right. where her family lives. It's so bizarre. Yeah. But that is all of our questions. Thank you to everyone who submitted them. This was so Those much were fun. really good questions. Yeah, these were really were. great questions this week. I'm so glad that you guys got to participate in them. And we're so happy that you had the time to come on our podcast. And we're super excited oh, to come on your podcast. Great. Thanks for having us. This was really fun. Yeah. And now I have like a new new soap opera to enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely like let us know how you like continue the show and how you liked it or disliked it and um all of that so as you continue you should come back come yeah. back and be with oh, us i would yes. love that you guys come back and be guests and let's discuss together yeah, as right. newbie watchers <laughs> this wildness yeah exactly <laughs> definitely well thank you guys so Perfect. much for joining us we really we had a blast yeah. so much thanks fun. thank you so much for having us can't wait to talk to you guys about runaway bride yeah, super excited Um, we love them so much. We have girl crushes. We are obsessed. Sorry, Carrie and Allison. We're gonna DM you now. Can we be at BFFs? Okay, cool. We <laughs> hung up, and I look at Liz. And I'm like, oh my and, god, I'm obsessed. And I was like, no, they are our I, new best friends. I was like, is it weird if like <laughs> friend requests about all my social media accounts? Is that weird? And Chris is like, don't do it until after we're on their podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <gasps> If we freaked you guys out, let know, us know. But, but really, sincerely, we hope you feel flattered because we literally loved every second of our chat pre post. This is like, I want to uh, meet them, <laughs> hang out with them. I'm like, me too. I was like, in a COVID free world, let's <sighs> go hang out with them. All right. We've talked way too much about this. <laughs> you guys should check out their podcast and listen to them. And, you know, you heard them at the break, you heard them talk about it. 
Yeah. It's a great. It's a f- an awesome concept. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'm sure there is a movie that you love on there, right? Yeah. And hopefully now it holds up. All right. So we're going to have two bullet points of trivia. They're awful trivia. The episode received an 8.0 on IMDb, which I feel is pretty good. And the title is based off the movie The War at Home. That is all the trivia I got. But Tish has a deleted scene. She has some, dare I say it, tea? Some Tish's tea. Oh, it feels so good to do that. Sure does. Her deleted scene is where after Chuck and Blair are done signing the treaty, Chuck is talking to Nate and they're throwing darts and Blair is talking to her mom and Dorota and they're both saying something feels weird. I seem to have all this extra pent up energy. And Blair says, you know what will distract me if I invite the Dean to my party? <laughs> okay, sure, Blair. I was going to say that the new energy was the vampire. The vampire yes. energy. That's the it. bite. Bite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, music we had in this episode by Rihanna, Robin, Teenagers in Tokyo, and Tammy Wynette. Uh, I love Robin. She what a throwback. reminds me of my childhood. I was telling Michelle, I'm like, Show Me Love is still my one of my favorite songs ever. And every single time it comes on the radio or on my Spotify or whatever, it gives me the chills all over my body and I get so happy. And I just love that song. I mean, that's the song you turn up and scream you and sing. You turn it up, yeah. you blast it, you open your windows. It's just such a good song. Um, what about fashion? I had four headbands. So did I. Okay, good. We matched up. Did you catch the headband in the picture in the background that Blair was wearing on her her reel of photos? <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, no, Penelope had one. The other minion had one. Blair had one in the beginning. Yeah, there was another one because I there wrote was another down. another one, right? Somewhere. I had four, but yeah. it wasn't the picture had just band. had three, but so okay, all right, we got the same. Yeah, what else did you like? I did like uh, the matching plaid shirts of the boys. They weren't Cute. matching, but I liked the plaid. It was extremely similar. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Eric had kind of like a rainbow color going on, and Padges was more muted, but yeah. same, same yeah. thing. Uh, I liked Serena's blush blazer. In the first yes. two scenes. I thought Blair looked beautiful at her birthday party. I love that dress. Her makeup was gorgeous. Her dress was beautiful. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of Serena's dress. I like the color. She looked very sun-kissed tan. It looked very summery for October. Like, too summery. Yeah. But she, I think she was trying to show a little leg and a little boob uh, for Was Colin. she? She was trying to get his <laughs> mouth drooling. <laughs> yeah. Parched. Um, I loved Rachel Zoe's dress. I die. That I die. I mean, I love that dress though. And she looks it had, great. Yeah, I really like the silhouette. Like that, that cape mm-hmm. kind of thing. I love that look. I wonder if it was her own. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> That's really all I had though. Same. Yeah, nothing uh too crazy this episode. Yeah. What about a quote that you liked? So you're from Maine. <laughs> you just became my next project. What a fitting gift. 23 hours of labor I'm not likely to forget. Did you get a haircut? No, I'm just happy. I think that's next time. <laughs> Someone asked that. No, I'm just happy. I Nate commented even, on his hair, on her hair. I didn't even like talk about this scene as I felt it was so hard to watch because 
this is the girl and here I go on my soapbox again but this is the girl that Nate has she's always been like that forbidden fruit for him and she just not just but broke up with him and then is like I'm dating someone (laughs) I'm happy because I'm dating someone like throwing it in his face he's dating someone well, he was dating someone, but yes. But just the way she said it, I was like, ouch, Serena. She's like, I'm ha- I'm so happy. Like, she wasn't happy with me. That's how I took it. But that's just me because I'm overanalyzing everything Serena says yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, That would be Fear of Chuck Blair 101. Coffee is the thing you have before you go to have sex. <laughs> well, if I know you, there is a guy at the end of that story is what Nate said in that scene. I can't read my handwriting. Uh, that's a gorgeous blazer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you come from a long line of world-class schemers. And I love when Dan comes into the room and Chuck is like, you really don't know how to stage a run-in, do you? Cut, cut to the chase. <laughs> what I want is to be a powerful woman. The Waldorfs are not a best Western. Is it possible the Upper East Side is contagious? Uh, it is. Yeah. MVP and shittiest. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Dance break. <laughs> okay, I have an MVP, and then I have a blue a ribbon. Blue ribbon. Okay. Yeah. You hear my marker? Yes. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yes. Three, Three two, two, one. Eric. Eric. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> Nate was actually my blue ribbon. My blue ribbon is Rachel Zoe. Oh, my God, Rachel Zoe. I die. I die. But, I mean, saying just the way she said it, I will forever just Mm -hmm. that scene. She got chocolate on her. She did it for Gossip Girl. Yeah. Um, Why did you choose Nate, even though I I generally believe? I feel like he's a really good friend in this episode. You know, I know he still has feelings for Serena, but he was there for her. He's looking out. Now he's like, oh, wait a minute. What's ha-? He's like aware of what the senses are Finally. happening. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. No, I just really like Nate in this episode. Yeah, I agree. I chose Eric just for the sole reason of him telling Dan, like, you need to stop this. And Jenny doesn't need to be taken down yet again by Chuck and Blair. Her mental health is probably not in a good spot right now. And I'm out, so that's why I picked Eric. But I love the reason for Nate because I also felt like he was my next contender. Mm-hmm. Um, Audrey and Marie, Will, and I'm sorry, Audrey and Marie and Will picked Blair. Audrey and Marie picked a blue ribbon to Lufus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike picked Dorota. Jess picked Rachel Zoe, and Vic picked Eleanor. Shittiest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ready? If, yeah, okay. Okay. Three, Three two, one, patch. Yeah. You got wrapped up, bro. Come on. And lo- like, are you losing yourself? A blue ribbon to Ben, because I feel like you're really going to use your cousin now. Well, dude. I think Ben's just I evil. think he's just pure evil, right? Yeah. But Padge, I mean, obvious reasons. He stooped to the Chuck and Blair level, as he told his sister not to do last week, but he did it anyway this week to, you know. Yeah just uh, say that it's for his sister's benefit but really it was just so no, he became a Blair and became episode. Blair yeah Audrey and Marie Jess and Vic also agreed with us Mike and Will picked Juliet oh okay she wasn't off yeah I you feel know like you, could see, I, you know she's on her mission 
and we see what she's doing and we understand what she's doing in terms of we know that she has to do it but right she's also kind of turning yeah like the more and more you see her the more you believe that she really doesn't want to have to go through with any of this right especially now when like her money lifeline is on the line and, and that's I think, her cousin and i think it's also more than the money it's like oh god this is our cousin though yeah like don't mess I up don't our cousin mess with him. yeah yeah but we shall see next yeah. week psst, it's a doozy oh Ooh. before i give you the title let's do betty of the week okay yay <laughs> You're a total Betty. This week, my Betty of the week is Lisa. Lisa. Lisa Deleuve. <laughs> Delilah. Delilah. I was going through all of our, our patron nicknames and I'm just laughing and I'm like, remember Jim's Grins? <laughs> Jimmy, where are you at? Jimmy! Jim's Grins. Jim's Grins. Can you just let us know you're still with us? He's still with us. No, no. <laughs> I didn't mean it like He's that. He's still alive. I mean, this is Lisa's spotlight right no, now. So, Lisa DeLuve. Lisa DeLuve has been in the Discord chat this week, very active uh, with the Gossip Girl and, and everything else. It's just really nice to hear from her. Um, and she's sending over her emails each week and she is a newbie like Michelle to the show and she did send some stuff. Um, and I'm, I always liked enjoying and talking to her via email with all the things that she has to say. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Lisa. I can't stop <laughs> laughing at Jim's grins. I know you. Scott Stotts. Scott <laughs> Jim's grins. I don't remember what I said the first time. You but said Scott like, Stotts. No, no, right. But Jim's grins sounds like pickles, a brand of yeah, something. Let's get some. Let's get some Jim's grins <laughs> pickled chips. Mm. <laughs> Maybe Jimmy can knit us a pickle sweater. Or a scarf. Or maybe just like a little, a little pickle. pickle. Like a gherkins. <laughs> a little. Or just a pickle. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, Michelle. Before I say any more about Jim's grids, <laughs> let me give you the title for next week. And my three gossip words. Okay. Title for season four, episode eight. Juliet doesn't live here anymore. <laughs> Juliet doesn't live here no more. Doesn't live here anymore. (laughs) I'm not sure exactly what came out of my mouth. Uh, My three gossip words. Hold on. Yes. It's a title. She has to write. It's a long title. Juliet Juliet doesn't doesn't live live here here anymore. anymore. Okay. (laughs) Anymore. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Three gossip words. Three gossip words. Benefits triangle ballet okay well there's so much that happens in this episode doesn't (laughs) cyrus and eleanor have tickets to the ballet then they say that's why they had to move up the birthday is that what she said (laughs) i could be making that up she might have said that but i they're not in next week's episode so i don't think i don't remember exactly what they were doing okay well i feel like there's going to be a date to the ballet and i think it'll be chuck and blair Okay. The triangle is Juliet. Okay. 
catch. Just knock something Something down. over? Juliet, Colin, and Serena. No. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe Ben in there. So a square. <laughs> yeah. I think that's going to be the triangle. and Or, or, or it's going to be Juliet, Ben, and Colin. And Juliet's going to try to have to tell Ben some lies that she is taking down Serena. That's not having to deal with Colin. And maybe still trying to take down Serena in a different way. Okay. Or the triangle could be, everyone's like, we don't care about who actually is the triangle. <laughs> uh, no, it could be Serena, Nate, and Juliet. Okay. Because he's going to interfere and tell mm-hmm. her the scoops. Benefits? Benefits. Benefits? Benefits. <laughs> Plural? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there's always an event benefiting something. Mm-hmm. So... I think that all this will take place. Oh, maybe the ballet is a benefit. One of them. Because we have multiple benefits. Okay. Uh, And Juliet will somehow... But the benefits, man. Someone will need a... But the benefits. (laughs) Someone will need a date. I'll have to marinate it. Stay tuned. Okay, yeah. Wait till Wednesday when you you can can hear hear Michelle's predicts. My predicts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. So as you marinate on that, I'm going to tell everyone Will's treats for this week. He decided to do Gossip Girl characters as sporting clothes apparel. Oh, my goodness. In commemoration of Dan's two-button Henley sport outfit from his episode. Will? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Thank you. So we have Blair, Lacoste, Chuck, Kappa, Dan, Fila, (laughs) Serena, Adidas. All day I dream about sex. I mm-hmm. mean, that's Serena. Sure. <laughs> Nate Asics, Rufus, New Balance, Lily, Nike, Eric, Reebok, Jenny, Champion, Bart, Le Croix Sportif. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Very yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Wow, that was like so niche. I love that. I love those each wow. week. Will Street. So, do you have a, like a uh, a request for him to do? Like, no, let's give him should, a challenge. I was gonna say, should I have like a forum? Like, submit your Will's treat. Like, what would you like? Yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah, hope you <laughs> hope you're ready, Will. Hope you're ready, Will, because I'm gonna have a whole list of people making it work. <laughs> yeah. Well, as always, this is the part of the show where I must hound you to go onto iTunes, Apple Podcast, and leave us a reading and review. If you're liking the show, that would be awesome to give us five stars. No pressure, though. We want to thank again Allison and Carrie for joining us. The links to their podcast will, of course, be in the show notes. And in the near future, we will be on Hold Up Podcast talking about Runaway Bride. So definitely uh, check out that episode if you're interested. We will, of course, be sharing links and when that's going to be happening over on social media. So make sure you're, you're following us at 3 Gossip Girls Pod. And uh, we're going to be going to After Dark very shortly. Here we go. Here we go. On the roll goes Liz. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, guys. So, so bad. bad. <laughs> so bad. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. After Dark. Oh my goodness. 
Okay, we're in. Imagine outfit. if we were a visual podcast and you would just see us in our. Like, what's that like? Uh, get is it a gif or a meme of that? Like, you know what I'm talking about? That thing that's like wiggling. It's that like it was for Halloween. <laughs> Is that what I'm thinking of though, or I'm just like imagining it's you know the thing outside yeah, and car like dealerships the floating, like the blow up? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I feel like we're like at this moment in time. After um, dark. So we're in after dark. Lisa, who <laughs> doesn't even hear this right now because she's a newbie, unless she decided to go forward, even though I uh, told her not to. Yeah. Um. This is what she said. Padge is gossip girl. <laughs> I am convinced. Padge just so easily sent this fake info to gossip girl who usually fact checks stds excluded and it is posted immediately even though we know gossip girl likes to withhold information until the opportune moment so for that reason i am reinvigorated on my belief that it's patch you are correct i mean for that reason alone putting out this and people in the chat were going off like you know gossip girl post real truths you know things that are pretty much mostly true on Gossip Girl. So the fact that this sort of rumor, it's also like, did Padge know that Bart of Bart, that Jack wasn't in wherever he said he was? How did he figure that How out? How would he have known that? How would he even... Like, and then Blair's like, oh no, Jack, uh, Jack was like in X, Y, and Z. I forget where they were. Yeah, Costa Rica, wherever it Chile? was. Chile? Chile something. Yeah. But they, okay... We have the first off the scene. What there was a lot night. of like crazy edits this episode because we had the the image of Chuck and Blair at the treaty table signing, and then we zoom into the Gossip Girl website up on Dan's laptop on his laptop, and Eric says, "Well, how are we gonna take them out?" And Padge like, "Oh, I have a way," and he has the laptop in front of him because and Padge is very good at googling. He's very good at figuring out background on information on people because he is Gossip Girl. Yeah, like I wonder, did Eric put the pieces together? Like, huh, this is weird that. How did he get that video? Well, I think Robin had it, right? Oh yeah, because she's like, oh, this is the only copy. So what? confusing. So Robin had this video. They hired this certain company that Rita works for to roast Blair, and decided to bring Robin to roast Blair with this video because Robin had the video. It's all very weird and just Why obviously convenient. Why would Robin keep this, this video, video? It's not even bad. It's not even bad and unless Blair is like friends like friends with her, it didn't seem that way. You know, she like their best friends. She didn't seem that excited or even she kind of seemed unfazed that Robin was there. Right. So it just it's weird. The whole plot was bizarre. But um, Tish said when Dan stole the treaty, yeah, she was like, oh, this is the first time I actually felt like he was Gossip Girl. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Like knowing what he knows. Right. Allison wrote in from Hold Up Pod. She says, so I'm firmly in the, it makes no sense that Dan is Gossip Girl camp, but this episode actually fits more into him being Gossip Girl than any other. First of all, he's alone in the room when he steals Blair and Chuck's treaty. So the only way Gossip Girl could know he stole it if it's, sorry. (laughs) So the only way Gossip Girl could know he stole it is if he is in fact Gossip Girl. Yeah, because there's a voiceover of Gossip Girl saying like Humphrey took the treaty. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Also, this episode shows how susceptible he is to getting involved with the Upper East Side antics, even though he likes to act so above it all. However, I still think this was just a lucky episode, and there is so much more evidence for the writers actually having no plan and then deciding it was Dan at the end. Mm-hmm. But I'll admit that in the episode, Dan can believably be Gossip Girl. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. I it's, mean- it was... To me, knowing that he is it, this uh, this episode was, like, so obvious that it's him. Yeah. But if I was watching it not knowing, I would just be like... Who else would you suspect, though? I mean, even if you didn't know, this is, like, the perfect episode for you to be like, mm, I think it is actually Patch. If you're making predictions. I guess Eric. That's, like, the only other person. Because he, he was the one who brought up the idea, like, excuse me, we should get yeah, back at but them. He's sto- but but did- then in the end, he's like, no, we shouldn't. Right. And Patch stole the treaty... And Padge admitted to it. Like, it just mm-hmm. makes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense to be anyone else but him at this point, I guess. In this, In this episode. episode. Right. Yeah, because, like, Jenny, she's not there. Right. You know, so she is out, even though I feel like, well, Blair was the one who suspected that the rumor was sent by her. Of course. Away from and the then that part where Dan's like, how do you know it's a rumor? I'm like, how do you know it's a rumor? Like, not a rumor. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I just fed into, like, everything he was saying. Yeah. I'm like, wait, are we supposed to be getting a kind of like a light, shining a light that he's Gossip Girl? Or is, like, just kind of worked out all. Just, to, again, I'm him. just holding on to the where he's like, I, I know what to do. And he has the laptop. Like, yes, last time you had a laptop, like, we know you have. And you're right on Gossip Girl's site. Like you are obsessed. Obsessed. It yeah. shows on your laptop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, any last remarks for Gossip Girl? I think that's it for this week. I'm excited for next week, just the way you're presenting it. And I really, I hope, my hopes, I should have like hopes. Oh, okay. Sure, we like can do predicts that. and hopes. Happies and crappies. <laughs> uh, that it is more... The Juliet storyline and less Chuck and Blair getting back together. Can you give me like a 75? Um, I can give you there is definitely a lot more Juliet stuff happening. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, There's some revelation. Awesome. Love that. Not enough, but okay. a, a good amount. And uh, the Chuck and Blair stuff is like, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. <laughs> so another thing, if you're still with us, if you're listening and if you're listening on Tuesday, if you're listening on Wednesday, uh, we're having we're recording on Wednesday. Yes. So we're recording tonight. St. Patty's Day. St. Patrick's Day. We're recording. So just want to give that. Just wanted up. to give you guys a heads up, especially if you're a patron. Now you've heard this early. So now you can get your questions in early. Yeah. Awesome. And right. And then the other thing I wanted to say, can we go back to emojis? Send us an emoji. Oh, hell yeah. What's this week's? A rose. Oh, a rose. That's nice. So if you've made it this far. Send us a rose. We used to ha- we used to do the send us emojis. You don't even have to send hello. Yeah. How are you? Just literally send an emoji. And you can send it wherever. You can do Instagram. You can do Twitter, email. How funny it would be to just open up an email and get an emoji. <laughs> I would love that. Creepy, but weird <laughs> and also really like it. So do that. Yeah, or even on Patreon in sure. the episode. Whatever you guys prefer. But, yeah. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Next week's just Michelle and I. Bye, So I'm excited. I think it's actually a perfect episode for us two to discuss. Oh, sweet. Awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be fun. Cool. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls. 
You can find us on all social media platforms at 3GossipGirlsPod or at 3GossipGirlsPod at gmail.com. This has been a Total Betty Media Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.